dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. People that suffer from stroke are significantly more at risk of developing dementia in their following years. The damage caused by blood in the brain after stroke is immediately catastrophic. The volume of blood and fluid released into the brain upon spontaneous blood vessel rupture causes a mass effect, displacing brain tissue and increasing swelling against the skull. The result of toxic blood compounds and red blood cell lysis on brain tissue is a massive pro-inflammatory response which further exacerbates swelling and injury. The symptoms of stroke and dementia are comparable. Memory loss, reduction in cognitive skills, mood changes and difficulty performing routine activities. The immune response to brain hemorrhage has long been an interesting therapeutic target. The response to blood in the brain can both worsen pathology or start the recovery processes, a timeline key in determining patient outcome and disability. Understanding the genetic regulation of these cells will tell us which processes and pathways are dysregulated after a brain hemorrhage and may help to reduce secondary brain injury caused by excessive inflammation and reduce the incidence of post-stroke dementia. Recent studies suggest links between inflammation and cognitive decline. Using this evidence, Doyle et al. proposed a model of chronic brain inflammation, fueled by innate and adaptive immune cells' inability to efficiently remove myelin debris from the site of brain injury. The authors proposed that free radicals and oxidative stress caused by myelin release after stroke lead to inefficient phagocytosis and consequently chronic inflammation and dementia. Our recent publication presents a data set of genes expressed in macrophages and neutrophils that have been isolated from zebrafish larvae after a brain hemorrhage. We use the zebrafish larvae because the development of the organism and disease pathology is very fast and allows us to look at the early innate immune response to brain hemorrhage. The time frame of pathology is very difficult to address in mammalian models due to technical induction of ICH and in clinical sampling. We have identified that there are various different metabolic and biosynthetic pathways that are dysregulated in these cells, such as significant dysregulation of PPAR signaling in myeloid cells, which controls a network of genes involved in inflammation and lipid metabolism. Our dataset provides a platform for both preclinical and clinical researchers investigating inflammation during the acute phase of stroke by highlighting translationally relevant targets for therapeutic intervention. Parallels are often drawn between hemorrhagic and ischemic stroke, and modulation of the immune response is currently in phase 2 and phase 3 clinical trials respectively, and so we hope to provide a useful resource across the stroke field. Further studies using our resource will hopefully distinguish a timeline of cellular response and categorise the pro- and anti-inflammatory pathways for therapeutic targets to prevent cognitive decline after stroke. Our work was funded by the AMS Springboard Award and an NC3R studentship. You can find the full manuscript in the Journal of Cellular Neuroscience, all references available in text. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.